Welcome back to another episode of Talent Talk. Whatever your listening preference, you can find our feature interviews on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and of course on unfospreys.com. Don't miss our chats with student athletes, coaches, alumni, and Ospreys and the pros. Now, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to another edition of Talent Talk. We've been going around the horn with uh, a lot of different Ospreys in the pros, whether it's Ospreys that are in their own professional field, as Alex and I talked about, Grady Trimble off screen, uh, working for Fox, Fox Business, but throughout those that are playing professionally in their sport, Alex Morell, former men's soccer, thanks for being on. No problem. Thanks for having me. So uh, just give people a little bit of introduction about yourself. Uh, you have a great history here for UNF men's soccer, but for those that didn't necessarily follow the program, just tell us about yourself. Yeah, so I'm from, from Lakeland, Florida. Uh, I, I graduated UNF in spring of 2016. Um, you know, I was, I was one of the few to stay there all four years, you know, in the soccer program. And there's, there's only a handful of guys. Um, so that, that made it winning the championship even better. Um, but yeah, just, that's pretty much it. So going back to that, you won that, that title um, in, your, in your senior season. Uh, how was that just to have that, you know, experience to culminate with uh, your time at UNF? Yeah, it was, it was honestly amazing. And I know one of the questions that you're probably going to ask me down the road is one of your, what was your best moment or experience at UNF? And that's going to be it because it was just, it all came together uh, for all of us in such a sweet moment because like I said, only few of us stayed out of the freshmen that I came in with. Um, so it, it just made it that much better. And then we also had a lot of internationals. We, we, we just, came together really well and winning that championship was like what we deserved, what we felt like we deserved. So that's what made it. So you guys won in a crazy game. You won seven to nothing. Like, yeah. have you ever, did you ever think that that would be what would be happening in a title game? <laughs> uh, but as soon as uh, upstate beat Florida Gulf coast, uh, we just kind of, kind of got that smile on our face like okay like this is this is our time to just go and win it let's let's take it away um but you never really expect 7-0 you know what I mean you expect it to be a hard game and you know we, we just played really well and it's funny because I'm now here in Greenville where Upstate is right around the corner uh my girlfriend actually works at Upstate right now um so that's kind of cool uh but yeah it was great uh do you have a favorite moment from that tournament uh in particular and probably Helga's diving header. Diving header did it for, I think, all of us. I don't know. It was just kind of like the, the staple on top. But, but personally, uh, it was just like having so many fans there, like my family. Um, everybody's there for that sweet moment. You had a number of awards and accolades at UNF individually and obviously with the team. Um, what, was, what was the key for you being so consistent? Every year you were getting all-conference honors. What was the key to being consistent? Man, was, I know during that four years, it was just such a struggle to stay healthy. And, like, as much as I could stay healthy, I knew if I was on the field that, you know, all those accolades and everything were, you know, were going to come as long as I just am healthy and I'm playing well. Um, because the guys that were there, the guys that surrounded me, we, we did a lot together. And I just know that every single one of them had my back. So if I was on the field and playing, you know, everything else would come. So go into what it's like to stay healthy as a soccer player. Um, you are – running countless miles in competition, but also in practice. What is that like? Yeah, I, I mean, to me, it's, it's the most important thing. 
you know, one of the most important things, but to me, it's the most important thing. Um, over the past few years, I've, I've struggled with hamstring problems, muscle injuries, and you can go down the list, you know, of injuries that I've had and other athletes have had. Um, but for me personally, staying healthy is, is that consistency that I need. Um, so it's just taking care of your body, putting back, you know, into your body what you, what you put in. You know, you run so much, you need to take care of your body, eat the right things, um, do the right things for your body. So after UNF, uh, we could talk a lot more about what you've done there, but uh, you get drafted, a um, little bit of a stint in the MLS, now in the USL, and you guys are having a great run with Greenville right now. How much different is it playing professionally, um, whether it's just your nutrition or technical skills? Yeah, that's always a big question. Um, and, and I answer it pretty much the same way. Uh, it, it's just the, the level of play, like the pace of play, it's just faster. When you get to MLS, it's just that much faster and that much quicker because guys, they're, they're mentally ready. Um, so when you get on the pitch, they leave it all out. You know what I mean? It's, it's 100% go, go, go. So and when you get to the championship, it, it, the level of pace goes down a little bit. And even in the USL, you know, League One, which I'm in now, the pace is a little bit slower. But, and that's pretty much it, the level the pace of the game and you just got to keep up. What is that training regimen like to stay, you know, focused and ready on your next opponent um, when you're playing professionally? What type of things do you do that people might not expect of professional soccer players? Um, I think the biggest thing is to just not dwell on the past and, and the games that you play and the mistakes that you might've made or, or the good things that you might've done. You know, the next game is all that really matters, you know? Um, so we go through uh, a pretty serious regimen of, of watching film every day, especially here um, and, and the other clubs that I've been with. You watch film almost every day leading up to the game, play the game, you do, you do well, and then, hey, the next day, it's prepare for the next game after sure. that. Um, go into the day-to-day -day life of a professional soccer player. Uh, obviously, a lot of people might – have a little bit of idea of maybe a, a baseball player or somebody that's going through the ranks. Uh, we talked to Drew Weeks, um, you know, before. What's it like traveling? What's it like staying in different places, playing in some maybe smaller towns or just those experiences? Yeah, I mean, you talked about traveling. I love traveling, uh, so it's not a problem with me. Uh, I like staying in hotel beds. Uh, so traveling is not an issue. Uh, I think just a consistency of, of staying mentally prepared through the season um, with the, with the training that you do with the, the off field stuff that you do, like, like us having this podcast, you know, just, just talking to people, inspiring people, um, you know, that you can get caught up in, in that a little bit. You just got to stay on track. Sure. Do you have a, a favorite kind of memory or moment, you know, it doesn't have to be playing it can just be a road trip or something that was memorable, something cool you came across or a cool location that you visited. Man, yeah, I liked Vancouver a lot and, and the British Columbia area. It, it was just gorgeous. You got the mountains, you know, you got the ocean, you got the forest, you got literally everything you can imagine in one place. And I think that was like one of the most memorable trips for me was Vancouver. Playing in a stadium as well, you just can't beat it. Yeah, the Florida and the South has a lot of perks weather-wise and, and various things, but the Pacific Northwest is a different animal for sure. It's, it's unreal. It's, it's something to see. How is it playing in that climate too? Did you like playing in a little bit lighter uh, climate, not as oppressive heat? 
Yeah, I liked it a lot. You feel like you can go 90 minutes a lot easier than, you know, you can in Florida. But uh, in Chicago, obviously, it was really cold and cold during a practice. <laughs> so, and it was miserable some mornings, but you just you wake up, you get through it, you know. Yeah, the, the winters in Chicago, myself, I'm actually from that area. So I, I can understand uh, playing a sport outside in the Midwest is, is no easy task. <laughs> Very brutal. Um, circling back a little bit, coming to UNF, um, coming out of high school, you had a lot of success in high school and played in a pretty large uh, setting at times. Were you looking at other places? How did Coach Marinados get in contact with you? So the, the final two teams that I was pretty much deciding on was, was Bradley, which is a team in Peoria, <laughs> which you're probably familiar with <laughs> as well, and, and UNF. And they both approached me and saw me at a Disney showcase uh, playing with my club team, Strictly Soccer. Um, I had a really good tournament, and Derek was the, one of the first to come up to me and just tell me about the program, tell me about you know how he sees me there and and then from there, we set up an official visit with both those schools, and I went to both. And, you know, I just – I liked everything about my visit at UNF, and obviously staying in Florida was nice and having my family around and close. And I think I had, at the time I had a girlfriend, so yeah, it helped for sure. But mm -hmm. UNF was definitely on my radar, and they got me. Yeah, they got you, and you, you were able to set a couple records. And one of the most notable things is your ability to distribute the ball. Um, you can also score, but – how does someone become good at setting up teammates in soccer? Yeah, you just gotta you gotta be unselfish. It's it's very hard because you ever you know everybody wants to be the goal scorer and 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 I do too. Like don't get me wrong, it's something that I've always I want I want to be the goal scorer. I want to have all the glory, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but you just gotta be unselfish and just know that whatever you're doing is better for the team. And if I can set up a goal instead of score a goal, I'll do it. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's sacrifice and unselfishness. What was the mindset coming into college soccer? Did you want to play pro? Absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it's, it started probably my junior, senior year of high school where I realized, like, okay, I can really do this. Um, but I always had it in the back, you know, in my mind as a kid growing up that I want to be. Uh, but it actually became like, okay, let's do this, you know, going into college. And it just helped me. At UNF, it helped me prepare uh, mentally, especially with the coaches that were there. Josh helped me out a lot. As far as being a fan of the game, uh, any inspirational um, athletes ahead of you that you looked up to professionally, uh, any teams that you followed, anything in that background? Yeah, I mean, growing up, I, I was a, a David Beckham fan. I was, a, you know, the original Ronaldo fan. Uh, mm -hmm. So those, those guys definitely inspired me at the very beginning. But, you know, and then obviously I have Lionel Messi to, to kind of play my game after, and that's what I wanted to be, you know, the whole time. So I, I tried my best to emulate what he does and, and play the way he does. So, so right now you guys are at the top, uh, the division, you guys are playing great, great ball, but it's a weird situation. Um, it's a weird setting being in COVID. Um, take us through the sequence. So if we go back to March, when the news hit, how did you respond? How do your teammates respond? What was going through your mind? Uh, yeah, there was a lot going on, that's for sure. Um, but we just had to keep our heads our heads straight and just listen to what the league is telling us, listen to what the players' union, what we were doing, what we were putting together. Um, and as players on, on Greenville, we kind of just came together and said, like, okay, let's do 
you know, kind of individual trainings and, and keep staying fit pretty much is what mm -hmm. we did. All right. we'll oh, you're good. Yeah. Uh, uh, go, yeah. Go into it anymore. You, anything else uh, you would like? Yeah. So, uh, you know, a group of us were still playing through that time, you know, outside of, of the club really. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So when we came back into stuff, I guess it was probably, I don't know exactly when it was, but we, we're starting in smaller groups. We can only train in three or four group, like three or four people per group. We'd have to rotate times and gym times and stuff like that. So it's difficult, but you just got to deal with it. What, uh, what was that like to train in that small setting or, and what would you do when you couldn't get with your team? How do you stay fit individually yeah. in soccer? Yeah, you, we were literally picking up anything we could around the apartment to do like individual workouts. Obviously we could still run outside um, out of our apartment complex here and like any fields that were around you can go to and trade on your own and do those kind of things uh, but yeah we were doing zoom meeting workouts with the team um, and literally grabbing anything we could as far as like weights in the apartment and mm -hmm. we just dealt with it. Made it as work. you as you guys started to phase back into things and are competing uh what are some of the the changes that you've had to make and just the things that you guys have had to pay attention to to stay safe yeah, you just have to be cautious of everything because it's not just – you're not just looking out for yourself, you're looking out for others, um, especially in a team environment. I mean, you got your coaches, you got your athletic trainers that have to go back to their families as well. Um, so it's just being extra precautious and, you know, not letting your guard down. Mm -hmm. Why have you guys been successful this year? Good question. It's a really good question. Um, I don't know, man. We just have a bunch of guys that – are just willing to learn and, and take in all the information that our coach gives us. Uh, you know, John Harks is an amazing, amazing mm -hmm. coach. I respect him a lot. Um, and it's not just him. It's Alex Blackburn, our assistant coach, and, and Rick, our assistant coach. And um, they just have guys that listen and, and buy into what we're, what their game plan is. And from that, we can have, we can be creative. Like he, it gives us the freedom to be creative if we buy into the basics first, right? So if you play well, you can be creative and start doing the things that we're doing and winning. What, uh, what, are, what is the day-to-day -day right now for you? Day-to-day -day routine, you're saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah, I've been practicing film every morning. Um, it's, it hasn't changed, you know what I mean? Like, we, we're four games. We only have four games now. Uh, we mm -hmm. have two home, two away. Um, not looking at what we necessarily need to do to clinch. We just want to continue winning. So the routine stays the same. What are some of the things that you picked up about soccer um, from guys like John Harks and then playing uh, at Greenville? Definitely the, the mental game is, is extremely important. So besides staying healthy for me, your body, it, and then it goes to mental game. Um, just the sharpness that these guys kind of have, even outside of their playing careers, like 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 John, for example, he just makes, you know, just remarks and, and really smart. You can just tell how smart he was as a player, right, with the way he coaches. Um, so that just helps. And we got guys in this team that are the same way. Uh, they're also older players, so they have experience. So they know what it's like to go through the grind of a season, to go through pretty much anything. Um, so it's just great to have those guys around me. Taking that knowledge, uh, is there something that you would want to share with UNF, Alex? Yeah, I, I talked to the team about this uh, in a Zoom meeting with Derek. I talked to the entire team, so it was kind of cool to talk to those boys. Um, but it would just be 
to take care of your body, invest back in your body. You know, just like LeBron, LeBron James says, like he invests like crazy amounts of money back in his body. I don't know what the number is, but it's, yeah. it's pretty good. Um, obviously you don't have that money as a, as an athlete in college, but do the best you can to put back in your body what it needs, food, timing, mm-hmm. like recovery, everything. I, I would do that much better than I did. Sure. Well, thanks for taking the time today, Alex. Uh, thanks for taking the time out of a busy schedule. Good luck the rest of the season. Uh, hopefully things conclude for you and we'll be uh, watching. All right. Thanks, bro. Yep. Appreciate take care. It. Thanks for listening to Talent Talk. Find the complete archive along with feature articles on unfospreys.com by going to fans and Talent Talk podcast series under the Multimedia tab.